Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time, as we will be talking about all of the nonsense that went on in Week 7 of the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Uh, joining me today, uh, first off, it's Duck Needles. How's it going, Duck? <laughs> Duck Needles. It's going fine. Thank yeah. you. Uh, also uh, joining us today, rounding out the trifecta, is uh, Duck Needles. How's it going, Duck? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring that up. I, I wanted to know in that Sunday nighter, which was an atrocious game. Like, oh, one horrible. Of, horrible. One of the, I want to know why there were so many segments, so many throw-tos, so many anecdotes, so many stories, so many, many whimsies about a guy that we won't, like, like there's no reason to remember his name and we're never going to see him play a NFL football game again in like two weeks. I, I have no idea why so much. What was it, Delvin Hodges? I'm still calling yeah. him Dennis Haskins was his name. And they came up with all this <laughs> crap about how he was like, they're like, he didn't they say, they said he was like a world champion duck caller or some garbage. That's right. And then I was yeah. like, well, oh, that's pretty cool. But then they show a clip of him and he's not like, like I, I figured if you were a world champion duck caller, you would be making the duck noises yourself, like Sans duck call. And then they show a clip of him, and he's using a duck call. And I'm like, I can do that, right? Like yeah, anybody, I can play a kazoo, too. Yeah, like, I, exactly. Like, I can pick up a kazoo and just make duck noises. What, 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 like, what did he do that made it, like, it, I was just, wow. <laughs> it's like, if I never hear the name Delvin Hodges again, or Duck Hodges, or whatever. I've got a hot Delvin Hodges take. <laughs> yeah. What, that he's terrible, and we won't never see him play again? <laughs> no, I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's terrible. Oh, That's my was, hot Delvin Hodges take. Oh, I thought take. he was atrocious. They didn't have him throw the ball down, like, further than four yards, Craig, and the one time he did, he threw an interception that wasn't even fucking close. Delvin Hodges <laughs> is not an NFL quarterback. I'm sorry. He was trash. And the only, the only thing... Never that, with three turnovers, one for a score, yeah. one in the red zone. <laughs> it was, it was the, the, the Chargers are just some... The Chargers are, to quote the great Shaquille O'Neal, they are horror-awful. Right now, he was 15 so. for 20. That's a wonderful completion percentage. Pay no attention to the yardage. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. How, how far? Yeah. What, average yards, yards downfield? Two? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 132 yards on right. 15 completions. Right? Like, no, sorry. This is, yeah. this is, this is nothing here. This is nothing. And uh, of those 132 yards and 15 completions, 78 were to James Conner. So yeah, do with he, that information yeah, what you will. So, <laughs> let's just say. And 62 of those run after catch. This, yeah. uh, this sums up the whole Duck Hodges uh, experiment here. Um, Mason R- R- Rudolph, his job is not in question. Right. When he gets out of the con- 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 I don't know. Protocol. All I'm saying is we've seen, and I, I get Bill's right when he says that. Hey, he got you know a complete. He got uh, uh, a fumble six on just a bizarrely designed play by the Chargers, and they got another turnover basically in the red zone. But you know we've seen quarterbacks wreck games like that for their, their teams before, and 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 Mr. Hodges here managed to not do that. That's all I'm saying. True, true. Yeah, like that's like. Do I think that Delvin Hodges is going to be the Steelers' quarterback of the future? I don't no, think, I, don't I think do not. Be anybody's quarterback of the future? <laughs> like, well, uh, yeah. I don't know. We just had the XFL draft today. Yeah. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Oh God, where do we even begin? Um, 
All right, I guess we got to talk about, because this broke uh, about a half hour, 45 minutes, hour-ish yep. before uh, we were to record this. But uh, Jalen Ramsey is now a member of the St. Louis, so whoops, the oh. Los Angeles Rams. Sorry. Uh, I just. Uh, I think that Jalen Ramsey would be angry if he was a member of the St. Louis Rams, but he's pretty cool with being a member of Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, 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 yeah fair. Uh, they traded uh, him in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. They traded him back in time. Oh, um, God. Man, I, I mean, two firsts is obnoxious. Well, yeah. I don't know. That seems like the cost of doing business for these guys who are still in the rookie deals with the clock and is turn, turn, like ticking down, right? That was was the cost of business for Mac. Mm-hmm. It was the cost of business for Larry Tunsil. Mm-hmm. It's the cost of business for uh, for Jalen Ramsey. The problem for me with this one is uh, this is the type of move you make if you feel like you're a Jalen Ramsey away from winning the Super yep. Bowl. Or the and Los even, even though the Los Angeles Rams were in the Super Bowl last year, I'm yeah. not sure they're a Jalen Ramsey away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're like a an interior of the offensive line away from winning the Super Bowl, but uh, that apparently wasn't available in the there market. Might be a slight upgrade at quarterback uh, at uh, away from winning the Super Bowl. Who knows? But uh, man, I, I I just to me this this reeks of we were the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, we lost. Our wunderkind head coach admitted he was badly outcoached in the playoffs by the the, the old dog that is uh, Bill Belichick. Oh, the greatest coach in the history of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think that's even <laughs> quotely debatable. Yeah. Well, I'll certainly, still, certainly yeah. the the most staunch at cheating. Yes, um, but, yeah. but I, like like it, I and the golf stuff. They him to this giant extension. And he just he simply hasn't been good this year. Uh, like the yardage has been there, but a lot of that is 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 empty calorie garbage time yards where they've been way behind. Uh, and it it's just that this this reeks to me of just ultimate panic after getting waxed by a team that uh, they are going to have to get past in order to yep. win the division. And like, did you guys see Nick Bosa's uh, press conference after the game? Did not. Oh, great uh, stuff. I mean, they they asked him. They were like. Hey, Nick, uh, do you think that this game uh, changes the uh, balance of power in the NFC West? And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> that was it. I was like, oh, Nick. Right. Oh, Nick. <laughs> like, I love it. You just, just like, it's simple, just, yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I do. A couple things we should note that Marcus yeah. Peters was traded by the Rams to Baltimore, Baltimore yes. as yep. part of this. Baltimore needed a little bit of cornerback help. That, that helps them yep. get a little depth there. No, 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 I like I like that a lot for Baltimore. They they got him on the cheap. Uh, yeah, I um, I, I that's that's what I'm confused about too. I, I I've got no problem with trading two first for Ramsey, if you're one of several NFL teams. Philadelphia is the one that I I was yeah. circling. Yeah, right? they both have the same record, but I think Philadelphia would be the one that I would be okay doing that for, just because you're thinking to yourself, okay, the reason we're three and three is because a all our receivers got hurt and now they're healthy, and b our secondary has been atrocious mm-hmm. uh ramsey obviously would be of assistance with that one um and there's a couple like kansas city if they had done this i'd have been like yep okay cool do yeah. it yeah yeah that'd be another uh one. and yeah there's a there's a few others as well um the patriots god forbid not yeah. that the patriots help a corner but the point stands yeah. um yeah it, it, this is just a situation where i just don't know if it fit for the rams right now because even if you think that Goff is going to get back to last year's Goff, which whether you do or don't, whatever, just bear with me for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interior of the offensive line is different and not good and hurt. 
Yeah. And that is a bad combination. And we've clearly underestimated how much Gurley meant to the success of golf. Right? Yes. Right? Like yeah. last year, everything just funneled through those two guys and just like what they were able to do in play action Which... and stuff with Gurley and whatnot. It was just... Mm. And oh. I know one of the arguments for don't pay running backs is running backs get hurt. But mm-hmm. that was sort of an argument. Like, you know, hey, maybe it wasn't such a bad idea to pay Gurley because look how much of the offense functions because of him. Yeah. But again... And running backs get hurt, and here we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? Uh, anything you want to add to this trade there, Bill? No. I I, I don't know if uh, I think the Rams are completely out of it. Uh, I think they're a pretty good team. But, yeah, they, they certainly weren't one piece of the puzzle away. Right. Uh, so. and, and this is the, the other problem for them is they won't, like, maybe they get in this wildcard team, but the only way they have a home playoff game is if they track down the 5-0 and 49ers, and the Rams have three losses, the 49ers have zero, and the 49ers beat the Rams at home. Yeah. So the Rams might as well be four games back in the division. I agree. Right? And that's, that's I know that we got a long way to go. It's still only, you know, it's, it's, it's only week seven, but you're four games back in the division. Nice. Yeah. It's just, I don't understand. Oh, the this Seattle trade. team is very, very good, too. So yeah. let's just see something happens to the Niners. The Seattle team, who you've also lost to, very, very good. Yeah, it's 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 tough. They, they The Rams are looking like the third best team in that division right now. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, like, plenty of time for them to turn around. And, and in McVay, I still trust. But uh, it's, and just the Super Bowl hangover thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I think the scheme and the offense and golf are going to mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. Well, no, I shouldn't say the offense is going to be fine, but I think Goff is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. The issue is if there are pass rushers in his face all the time coming up the middle, mm-hmm. that is going to make him less fine. The Ram, I just, I feel like this might just be a classic. I, from where I'm sitting right now, it looks like this might just be one of them classic Super Bowl hangover seasons. Maybe they finish the year like nine and seven, eight and eight, and squeak in or just miss or whatever, and then next year might be a good kind of buy low on the Rams, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but that's me looking way ahead. Like, who knows? Plenty of time to turn it around, as you said. Uh, let's talk about the bye week teams, because I think the bye week teams are very interesting. Uh, first up, Carolina. We got a little bit of Cam Newton might be okay after the bye sort of talk today. How much of that is true and how much of that is uh, posturing because of some Cam Newton trade rumors that uh, have now... Uh, made the way into the lexicon of the NFL. I don't know, but I don't think that there is any chance of uh, Cam Newton getting Wally pipped. But I mean, it's sorry, sorry, something's a brewing down there. I, I gotta say, like I just like how how healthy would Cam Newton have to be to to get his job back from Kyle Allen right now? Do you think, Bill? I, I don't. Think you can take it? I, I think if he's a hundred percent, you give it to him. Um, I, I know it's so hard to pull a quarterback out when they're when they're doing well, um, but Cam Newton hasn't. When he's healthy, he's as good as anyone. So I, I think unless he's suffering from something that's going to be nagging him all year, you give him the job. I agree. I just I'm wondering how. My thing is, I just I hope they're not. They kind of like rushing him back. I do hope this is all posturing so they can listen to a few trade offers or whatever, just to, you know, dip a toe, test the waters. But uh, I, I just, it's it's kind of a nice luxury that they've got. I mean, they're winning games. Christian McCaffrey is, is 
for uh, one more week anyway is maintaining the uh, the top non-quarterback MVP slot uh, in the conversation, um, which has to be occupied by somebody every year. This year it's Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's just it's it's nice that they're they're winning games without him, and he could potentially get back. But I just if he can't get healthy, it'd be. I just hope that they sit him the rest of the year because they're still winning games. What do you think on this matter, there, Craig? Well, I think that if you have a remotely healthy Cam, I'm not saying, I shouldn't say remotely, but if you got 80, 85 percent yeah, Cam, that's you get the to go number, I think, in my for too. week yeah. eight, even if it's seventy five percent, week eight in San Francisco, mm-hmm. that's a big game. Yeah, very. That's a big football game. You're going to want him healthy for that. That's true. And you're going to want, I think you're going to want to put your best foot forward in that game. And to me, that means your best foot forward is Cam Newton's your quarterback. It has to mean that. Absolutely. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think we need to talk about them at all. And we already made enough Delvin Hodges jokes. Cleveland Browns. Um, I got to say, this week was the, the first week where I truly thought to myself, hey, Baker Mayfield. Why don't you just shut the fuck up there, bud? Right? That that was my the referees did not cost the Cleveland Browns no. that game at all. We saw what happened, and we'll get to this later. We saw what happened on Monday night when the referees truly cost you a football game. That wasn't even remotely close in the Browns game. You played like trash. You got out to a 20, uh, 20 to 6 lead or whatever, and then you did nothing the rest of the way. You fumbled the ball. You turned it over. You threw bad picks. I mean, look inward. I don't know what the hell the Cleveland Browns we're talking about as far as the officiating because Freddie Kitchens also went out there and was like, I'm not allowed to talk about the officiating, but uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, take a look at the clips. And I like, I was fairly glued to that game because uh, I was in, I was in uh, Thornhill with the family for Thanksgiving. And my brother uh, was, uh, he's got Nick Chubb on the fantasy team. So he was glued to that game. So I saw a very large amount of uh, also, I had bet on the Browns to cover that game. And I don't know. There was nothing I saw in that game that that, that suggested to me that the well, the I, I think should the, have been upset by the officiating. No, I, look, I don't think the officiating was good, but I think it was run of the mill NFL bad, not like the Monday night game where mm-hmm. it was you know, beyond that. Yeah. Uh, here's what I say about the Browns: they were up twenty to six at one point in this football game. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb averaged six point one yards per carry. And they went away from game. him in the third. Yeah. You had your stud running back averaging six point one yards per carry, and you're up twenty to six. It feels as though you needed to probably give him more than 20 carries. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, or, you know, have him touch the ball in, in other ways or whatever it happens to be. I know he caught a couple, but still, yeah, that's, uh, I, I think that scheme is, and, and, and game plan are an issue there in a big way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they, they need a, a new staff. I just don't know who you go and get uh, is, is the problem. Uh, anything you want to say about Cleveland, Bill? Not particularly. I have very little interest in Cleveland this year. <laughs> I think that if you're the Browns, you'll get Lincoln Riley. You just drive the Brinks up to his house and say, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Like, Maybe. Yeah, that might be. Uh, he's, he's obviously got a great job, and he's got a job that he'll be able to hold for literally as long as he wants it. Mm. But at some point, you just say, here's infinity dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be the move. Uh, last bye week team, Tampa Bay. We'd be remiss if uh, we did not mention on this podcast, Jameis Winston, fold to loam last week, you guys. <laughs> Did he have six turnovers or five? Five. No, the t- yeah, yeah. The t- the team had six. That that no, they had punt. seven, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. 
He himself uh, had way, five, though. Five complete INTs, the full DeLome. That the, game the, was competitive. Yeah. Despite that fact. Like, it wasn't, like, super competitive. Like, you always had a pretty good idea as to who's going to win. Mm-hmm. But the Panthers didn't just run away in yep. this game. Like, if Jameis Winston had four turnovers, Tampa Bay would have had a real good chance. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. You're just not going to, like, you, you just can't win a game seven turnovers period like i know that's that's hard-hitting analysis by matt pierce there but like yowza and like those were bad turnovers from winston so the word now there is there's there's one where i think a ball bounced off a receiver's hands but like you know at some point uh you you don't have five bad luck interceptions (laughs) no you have one maybe two Oh, Three, four, and five probably on you, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, uh, how do you say, a not good for uh, Tampa Bay last week. All right, so that's enough uh, talk about week six for now. Stay tuned. But uh, let's talk a little bit about week seven. Uh, first up, the Kansas City Chiefs, Thursday nighter. Get your boys, Craig. The Denver Broncos. Boy, what a good time to catch the Chiefs on a short week. Chiefs, minus three and a half on the road. I got the Broncos. How do you feel about this one, Craig? I got to have the Broncos, too. Yeah. You're getting points of the home team on a Thursday, and Denver's defenses look fantastic the last mm-hmm. two weeks. Was it was it simply uh, Bradley Chubb just wasn't a fit? <laughs> no, it's. I, I just think it's the guys have figured out the scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that Fangio has figured out who should and shouldn't be getting which snaps in the defensive backfield. Chris Harris has just been, like, all pro level all season. He's been fantastic this mm-hmm. year. Uh, but other than that, they're trying to have f- having a hard time figuring out which pieces fit where in the secondary. Cause they, other than Harris, they redid most of the secondary this off season. Bryce Callahan's still not playing, but I, they, they figured that out. And now all of a sudden they're, uh, they're, they're really going here. Now, obviously this is a challenge they've got coming in this week from an offensive perspective, but um, uh, the Denver defense looks pretty good lately. I don't know if Denver's winning this game, but I would want the field goal real bad on a Thursday night. Yeah, you're getting that extra half point hook, too. Uh, yeah. Chiefs laying three and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill? Chiefs. Oh, really? All yes, right. yes, the Broncos have looked better, um, but it's against the Titans and the Chargers, and we saw what Pittsburgh was able to do to the Chargers. That's a good point. Fair, fair. <laughs> like, I, I think I, I put a lot of stock when they beat the Chargers. I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, maybe the Broncos aren't so bad, but then I saw Pittsburgh spank them on. on Sunday night. Um, With a guy named Delvin Hodge as a quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think the Broncos are, like, the only reason I want to take the Broncos here is because the Chiefs have been faltering lately, not because the Broncos have been that good. That's another thing that's faltering. This is two teams on the opposite swing right now. I think both teams regress to the mean here. The Chiefs go back to being very, very good, and the Broncos go back to being very, very average. Is Patrick Mahomes, and obviously there's plenty of time for him to write this ship, but is he... Third on the MVP depth chart right now behind Russell Wilson, who's the obvious number one, and perhaps Deshaun Watson, you guys. I think I'd be willing to vote for Deshaun Watson as MVP second on my on the my hypothetical ballot where you can rank them. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be willing to put Deshaun Watson second right now. Yeah, that's a tough to say. And then, you know, like we said, Christian McCaffrey gets the... Uh the obligatory non-quarterback <laughs> MVP. They should honestly give away, like, like the NFL should probably have, okay, here's our, here's the best quarterback in the league award, and then here's the best non-quarterback in the league award or something like that. Because, get a little more yeah, but, you know, that, that well, would be... Well, the CFL's quote-unquote MVP is called Most Outstanding Player. Yeah. Which I think that, like, that really opens up the award for what it can what it can be and what it can mean. That, that would help 
very much in the sport of baseball, right? Because like yes. right now we're having the Mike Trout debate of Mike Trout is clearly the best player in baseball, but his team won like 72 games. So, yes. you know, the guy, so that little fudge of a word there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just think in the NFL, like it's, it's hard to produce more value than a very good or great quarterback. Yeah, if you play any other position, mm-hmm. whereas can you be more outstanding than a very good great, or great quarterback? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I don't think the NFL is ever going to do that, and it's just going to be a quarterback award for, like, maybe Adrian Peterson is the last non-quarterback to, ever, to win that award for a very, very long time. Who knows? Yeah. But that's the situation. Yeah, I agree. Wordplay. Uh, all right, let's head to the Sunday game, Sunday afternoon. First up, 1 o'clock, the Los Angeles Rams and their brand spanking new Jalen Ramsey are heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. And the Rams are laying three. Bill, how do you feel about this one? I hate Falcons. <laughs> they are just awful. Simple Craig and I, as that. Craig and I, we we uh, would have been better served to just set all the Atlanta money. We, we, we didn't place a lot of it money. No, Atlanta, I I, I only played I only placed I think twenty dollars on Atlanta to make the playoffs. Yeah, we had a little like they like seven to one on them to make the playoffs. Yeah. So we 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 had a little sprinkle on that, and yeah, we we'd have done better service just buying some wings or something with that twenty dollars. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, I, I think I like the the Rams here. I, I think they've just been a more consistent team. You know what you're getting with the Rams. You know, the Falcons can come out and be terrible. Uh, the offense is usually pretty good, but the defense has been a travesty. I have this as a stay away right now. And I thought last week was going to be the kitchen sink game for the Rams. This for sure has to be the kitchen sink game. I realize they're on the road, but they have got to go into Atlanta and get a victory. And this is a place where you can go in and get a victory. This Falcons team is not good. How do you feel on this one, Craig? Uh, I want the Rams, and I understand it's the travel thing. I I just think that the Falcons are are worse than what is being recognized with this line here. Atlanta is 25th in DVOA. They are very, very bad. Defensively and special teams, they are ranked uh, damn near at the bottom of the league. Yeah, I just think that this week McVeigh is just yeah. like they, like all right, we're 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 gonna get back on track this week, and yeah. they're gonna be doing some fun stuff. So yeah. give me the Rams. Got to be a kitchen sink game. Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins are heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Uh, Bills coming off a bye week, if memory serves me correctly. They are, and they are laying 17 at home. Before we get into this uh, game, you guys, the specificities. Um. We'll, we'll let we'll let Bill answer first, but I, I, I have to ask you. The two-point conversion. Was that pass dropped on purpose, do you think, Bill? I'm going to just say no. I think most most players are more arrogant than that. They don't always think of everything else. Um, I, I, I don't I, know, man. I That was so suspicious to me. If you were the Dolphins... That's about how you would want it to look. It was just so perfect that I'm like, it's just, it's just no way. And, like, even the play they run, like, here's the thing, though. Even if he doesn't catch it, or sorry, even if he does catch it, the play they ran was literally, like, I, I forget. Oh, it's duped. Yeah, the play was, he was on the one side by himself with three members of the Washington standing there, and <laughs> Fitzpatrick doesn't even hesitate he snaps it and throws it right to him and i'm fairly certain the guy dropped it on purpose because he's like i'm not gonna score and i don't feel like getting killed and also i've been told to throw this game so i'm not yeah. t- I'm like i'm not like getting letting my body get abused that was 
like the, I, the, I swear there's going to be like a 30 for 30 done on that game or that 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 play in in uh, <laughs> in the future because that was highly suspicious. What do you think, Craig? Uh, no, I just think that bad stuff happens to bad football teams. Fair. Uh, oh, man. I, I I will <laughs> I will uh, give. Uh, Oh God! What was it? Flores, right? Who's the the Dolphins? Brian Flores, the, Dolphins coach. I, I will give uh, Flores uh, the. I will give him credit for being like we're ending this game here. I'm not going to put anybody else through overtime. <laughs> you know, like I'm not I'm not going to make anybody watch these two teams play extra football, right? So I'm just gonna this game's going to be decided right here on this play. So that that was that was smart by him. Uh, the Bills length 17. Anything on this one, Bill? Um. No, I, I think I'll take the points here. Mm. Um, Bill's offense isn't good enough to give him that much credit. Uh, but yeah, complete stay Miami's away, complete so, stay yeah. away for me on this game. I, I, to me, if you're betting this game, you're wondering, like, you're going to need Buffalo to score on defense at least once to cover the spread. And yeah. to be clear, that defense is excellent. Yeah, and very, this very Miami good. offense is quarterback by Ryan Fitzpatrick. So yeah. that score on defense is out there. Yeah, I could, it'll be there for you, but that's essentially what you're betting on, I think. Yeah, I just think there's better spots out there. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not betting on this game. I, I just no. think that if, you, if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, Buffalo's going to cover, you're essentially saying they're scoring on defense. And hey, maybe they will. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Cincinnati. Boy, the slate's not uh, not a good start to the slate. Uh, no. Jacksonville Jaguars head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Uh, Jaguars, uh, once again, without Jalen Ramsey, although this time under their own terms. Uh, Jaguars laying three on the road, Craig. Well, I'll tell you one thing about this game mm-hmm. that under no circumstances mm. should Scott Hansen show oh, us. Oh, goodness. Congratulations, Miami. I think this is their first time not being in the Scott Hansen game <laughs> all year. It's, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, but yes, Scott Hansen under no circumstances oh. uh, should you show us this game. This comes as a bit of a shock to me what, with uh, Menchu Mania still running wild, although it, it definitely last last week was the first uh, one where. Yeah, I, do, I just I, I don't want to watch either of these offenses. Fair. So do a test for me what you will. Although I think it was less like I, – I, I would l- say it was less on Gardner Minshew and the in the Jaguars offense and more on the Saints defense. Might yes. Oh, really that's yeah. That's true. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, Is this? Uh, I I just think that I I'm I'm curious to see if the Bills put forward some sort of like oh Miami had 88 yards today type of effort. So that's why I didn't go with that game. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what the Bengals record. Is. The Bengals are three and three against the spread. Uh, they have not covered at home yet though. They are 0 and two at home. They're zero and six against not the spread. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. But uh, the spread is what we care about on this podcast. It's true. Uh, J- Jacksonville laying three on the road. What do you think, Bill? Um, Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, Normally, I would be on the home dog here, but the Bengals haven't given me any reason. Yeah. So, so I stay away from me in in this game. And as Craig alluded to, if you don't bet on this game, you don't have to watch it. So there's that, right? Uh. Sorry, anything you wanted to add there, Bill? Not particularly. All Very, right. Teams yeah, are let's, fun. Let's not, right. Yeah, let's not watch this game. All right, here we go. The next game up, your boys, Bill. The Minnesota Vikings coming off a, a what I thought was a pretty significant drubbing of uh, – the oh, they kicked their asses. Yeah, that was that was. And a, they, a, the score wasn't as the, the score made that game appear closer than it actually was. No, not if you actually watched it. They take on yeah. my Detroit Lions, coming mm-hmm. off a 
yet another, the annual. Should have won this game, but the referees managed to take it to him. Get credit to the Lions, though. The referees needed through and two. Four, I think. Uh, it, it took the refs four opportunities uh, before they were officially able to take it from the Lions. Normally, it only takes like one or two. Um, I mean, at, 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 I mean, the referees are the referees, but I, I will say them helping to boost Mason Crosby into the stands while doing the Lambo leap. I thought that was a bit over the top. <laughs> you know, I thought that was, I, I, yeah. The referees also shouldn't have done the Lambo leap themselves. Yeah, that, that, was, was weird. That, that was a bit much for me. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was over the top. I thought we didn't need that. I mean, and can... when the Scooby-Doo gang said, now let's see who you really are and yeah. unmask one of the referees. And it was Brett Favre. Yeah. I was concerned about that too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, Oh, it was it was something. It was something else. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously been it been talked about ad nauseum. It it it's just the the, the, the well, it was it, it was terrible. We were talking about this at 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 my place of business today at the, yeah. at the radio station. Uh, like, if you name like the ten biggest like NFL officiating controversies of the last ten years. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions were on the bad end of like six of them. Yeah. It's... Because you think of the the Brandon Pettigrew pass interference against Dallas, which, hey, refs miss pass interference calls all the time. Very rarely do they throw the flag, announce the call, and then yeah. say, actually, you know what? It wasn't pass in interference. Fact, in fact, that's so, the only time in the history yeah, of football. Yeah, I can't recall it ever happening happens. in that instance. Yeah. Uh, the Calvin Johnson, was it a catch? Was it not a catch thing? Which yeah. basically spawned a decade of people laughing. Well, more than a decade now, people asking about that. Yeah, uh, at least the you had to, got to take the like the silver lining on that one is we got to take the whole league down with us on yes. on that one to the point where nobody knows what the fuck a catch is anymore. Like uh, guys have to secure it, take it home, put it in their glass case on their mantelpiece, and then the referees go, "All right, catch." <laughs> right? Like, it's just God. Uh, so there was that one, uh, yeah. and let's not forget the uh, Golden Tate of the goal line against Atlanta situation. Yeah, the uh, yeah the Aaron Rodgers two years ago hail mary that never that there there was a a, a a legal hit to the helmet that was called and there wasn't a single replay to be found that <laughs> that that like showed a player even coming close to making contact with Rodgers' head, which led to the the hail mary game, which you know they play like that that clip once a year like hey remember the time this thing that never should have happened happened right and uh now there's the two illegal hands to the face the pi that never should have been called the uh or the pi that that, that should have been called. called marvin jones should yeah. have definitely drawn a pass interference yeah. like and, and like are we reviewing pass interference or are we not in this league yeah i don't like no i know that you can review it but why does every single coach that even bothers to attempt it lose yeah. and I, I think about the dallas new york game from this past weekend jason witten goes in for a touchdown they call offensive pi on him mm-hmm. you look at the replay and like oh, okay there's nothing there yeah uh jason garrett doesn't challenge it now is it because jason garrett's a bad coach mm-hmm. certainly on the table or is it because jason garrett's thinking to himself why am i gonna burn a timeout here when i'm losing yeah uh, we never ever win these pass interference challenges, so why no. would I try? Yeah. So he, uh, either explanation is is reasonable. I don't know which one is the truth. Yeah. But if Jason Garrison into him, like I think like uh, not counting last week before last week, I think coaches challenging pass interference the previous three weeks for like one win and twenty losses or something. I, I don't have yeah. the number in front of me, but basically, if you're chal- it's like challenging the spot. You yeah. never ever ever win. So no. why do we even allow it? Yeah. It's it's. We, we all knew this was going to be an experiment that was never going to work out, but the NFL had to kowtow to to somebody 
I mean, they, they had to well, go full sure. LeBron James in China to somebody. After the, uh, yeah, that's right. I went there. Uh, like, now, uh, I will say this. After what happened in the NFC game. Sorry. Right. If you are the New Orleans Saints, you have a legitimate beef, obviously, with what went down. Yeah. And you're saying, uh, now, do if, if I'm a Saints fan, do I give a flying fuck that you can review pass interference now? Yeah. No. No. Like, no, I want to be able to interview pa- review pass interference last January, please and thanks. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's just it, it, it's dumb. The whole thing is is dumb, and I I, I feel for for Lions fans. Now I I think Saints fans might be saying right now like, hey, we get screwed in important games, which like sure, yeah, but, yeah don't cry uh, for me, Argentina, yeah. their their, uh, their friggin' New Orleans game. We don't get to the important games because shit <laughs> because like this stuff like this happens, yeah, ev- like every fucking year. So yeah. I, I'm sorry. And here's the other thing that I just the, this will be my last thing, and then and then we can we can sort of move on. Well, two things. One thing I want to make a joke about how it, the the NFL Network, when it's the off season, basically is just desperate for content, so they do a lot of like top ten shows and stuff yeah. like that. And I remember there was like top ten worst like or like blown calls by officials in the history of the league and stuff like that. And and you know there, there's a bunch of like famous ones that have happened. Um, everybody's kind of got their one. The problem is the Lions have their 14. Like, you could do a top 10 blown calls just on the line. Like, top yeah. 10 calls that, bl- like, cost the Lions games, right? And, God, there was that. The other thing I want to talk about is this weird, like, kind of social dichotomy of, of the, the anti-victim blaming, I guess, that goes on in the, in, in the NFL vis-a-vis society. Um, and I realize that this is football. It's 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 not a thing. But I just it's it's weird to me that in society we're trying to eliminate victim blaming. Right. Yet, um, you know, there are people who will take stands of. And Bill Simmons has been a staunch defender of this. And I love Bill Simmons. He's one of the forefathers of this podcast. But like, he's very much been like, oh, I feel no sympathy for the Saints after that blown call. They could have won the game. You know, they could have stopped the Rams from getting down there, and then they got the ball in overtime and stuff like that. And it's like. Yeah, none of that should have had to happen. Right? Yeah. Like, and it's just like, so I don't know why. It's the same thing with the with the Lions. Like, the the the, the three other bad calls that happened were a, a result of a a phantom hands to the face on Trey Flowers that erased a sack on a third and ten. For God's sake, right? Like, yep. When they were up by uh, ten, still, right? And it was like, oh my God, it was. Just... Well, yep. Uh, and here's the the other thing I will say. And look, if you want to criticize the Lions with. You kick five field goals, guys. Yeah. Like, sure. Like, okay, they did kick five field goals. Yeah. But they still played well enough on defense that they should have won that game. So. Yeah, exactly. So I like and like they're they're going into Lambeau, and you got to know when you go into Lambeau, you can't leave it in the refs' hands. Right. It's just it's and well, yeah, good. and and the way to not leave in the ref if they had scored on what one of those five field goal drives, if they score a touchdown, yeah, it's not in the refs' hands. The, the game's over, and Detroit wins long before it gets to that point but uh so like i i understand that to a point but it just if it was one call i would say well you know stuff happens yeah. but there were several yeah. really bad <laughs> four four really yeah. bad calls uh yeah so that's uh that's that's all i got to say about that anyway bill your boys yes. coming to my town taking on the lions and uh, it's pick 'em right now, uh, Bill. It moved down. It was, uh, I believe, before the Lions game started. So like Sunday night when they were kind of putting the lines up for next week. It opened up at Vikings minus one. And about the time that the Lions were taking the field for the Monday nighter, it was Vikings minus, or sorry, it was Vikings minus three before. About the time they were taking the field, it was Vikings minus one. And now it's uh, down to a pick 'em. And I'm picking the Vikings. Ah, oh, fair. 
I, um, mentally, I think, right? yeah, I think it'll be nice to have the refs on our side for a change. <laughs> um, I think the Vikings are a better team. I think they're a little bit more consistent. I think they should be able to move the ball with some consistency. It was so nice to see the Vikings able to move in the air. You know, you can't always rely on six yards of carry, but the, the fact that they were able to just chuck it a little bit last week, I know Philadelphia's not the best secondary, but uh, I think they're bounced enough where they should be able to get a W here. Yeah. The only, th- the only thing, because I think it's tough now, sure, like the game's at home, which favors, which helps. Like if, if this was, yeah. if, if the Lions had to head to Minnesota for this one, I'd have been like, ah, oh, Christ. But uh, it being in Detroit is one. Um, the Lions being pretty good is one. The secondary, if they if they can get after Kirk Cousins, it can it can snowball on the Vikings, uh, which you see. Your team is very much kind of a front runner team right now, Bill. I'll say that I do love this Vikings team, but if you if you, if you get ahead of them, Kirk Cousins yeah. hasn't shown. But like if you guys get out to your lead, whoo, oh you can put it away with uh, with Cook and whatnot, uh, running the ball. Um. I I just the, the one thing I think is I don't know you guys might get a lot of phantom holding calls I think Craig I don't know or, or Bill I don't know if they want to fix the checks and balances on this one but I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. not exactly. let's just let's just cash in the Lions chips this week yeah I'm not yeah. I'm not exactly gonna hold my breath on that one but uh, but yeah that, that that I will say this I feel as though this line should be Detroit like Detroit should be the short home dog here there shouldn't be a pick yeah so my pick, my pick in this game would be the Lions. Yeah, I, I just feel I I, 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 I'm not, I'm not sure who, who's going to win the game. I just feel as though that if I were, if I were to guess what this line would be, I'd be like, okay, Detroit minus two and a half probably is what I would say minus two. So you're getting a couple of free points here if you're taking the Lions. That's 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 my gambling logic on this. Yeah, game. if the Lions, if the Lions, if if Trey Flowers doesn't get uh, flagged for that first, I love the fact that I can say first for the first uh, phantom illegal hands call. And they sack Rodgers, and they, there was like four minutes left, and they still would have been up by nine and getting the ball back. Uh, and then they probably would have won the game just there. I'll bet this game's Detroit minus three. Like, Detroit would be getting the the home team bump, uh, right? Maybe. Uh, DVOA uh, would tell us that Vikings the— Vikings are way up there after the that. Vikings, the, 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 the numbers like the Vikings, they are fourth— yeah, they are fourth in DVOA, fifth on offensive DVOA, which I think a lot of people wouldn't have thought coming into uh, no, where we're at right now. That's all running game based, right? But yes, the, uh, the still throwing yeah, has been coming. If you're, around. If, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're moving the ball, you're moving the ball. Uh, Detroit is uh, is 14th. I would have thought they'd be higher on defense than 12th, but I thought so too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, next up, the Oakland Raiders are heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Uh, this line has moved. I wrote it down as one of my five. Oakland was initially plus seven. They are now plus six and a half. So people have, uh, the Sharps have come in and bet on the Raiders. The Raiders coming off a bye. Packers on the short week. Uh, Raiders have been frisky. I'm offering the, the plus seven if you guys want it. But if you're feeling the, the Packers minus six and a half, uh, I'll give you that as well. Uh, I'm taking Oakland here. I think they're going to be one of my five. Uh, they've been frisky, and the Packers are, to me, uh, super overrated right now. What do you think, Bill? I agree the Packers are super overrated, and the fact that they're coming off a bye is kind of nice here. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the Packers are a team that can, like, if they start chucking it, I feel like they could run up the score against the Raiders. But, yeah, they haven't been – the usual Packers this year. So I think you got to go with the Raiders and assume they're not going to run up the score. What do you think, Craig? 
It's a weird one. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure this Oakland team is bad. Yeah, I know. You have to show them a modicum of respect, which is weird. It's just weird right now in 2019. Right? Yeah, I don't care for it. Let's, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's kind of try to revert back to when they were a laughing stock. Yeah. I think I would take the Raiders. Yeah, I'm. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. offering. The, I'm offering the full seven. If you're looking for the yeah. full seven, if you think yeah. about it, because I wrote it down on my sheet before we started doing this when it was seven, and I'm not erasing it because I'm just super lazy like that. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. Have the game. Raiders only lost to the the Chiefs and the Vikings. Is that it? Those are the losses. Those are the losses. Yeah. Wow. And the Chiefs game, they were like, other than the second quarter where Mahomes was, you know, he was spinning a ball on his finger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the Chiefs weren't quite using a freaking ladder, yeah. but the second yeah. quarter, they were just doing whatever they wanted. Other than that, and I know it's, you know, if it, it's and butts were candy and nuts, but yeah. the Raider defense looked good the rest of the game. Uh, the game against Minnesota, the Vikings just caved those guys in. Yeah. That was all there was to it. But every other game this season, the Raiders looked pretty good. But yeah, we're looking at like the the two teams they've lost to are third and fourth in DVOA right now, right? So and yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, next up, the Houston Texans heading to Indianapolis. This I think is the marquee matchup of the one o'clock game. Uh, are taking on the Colts. The Colts coming off a bye, short home favorite, minus one. Uh, boy, I like the Colts in this spot. Texans coming off a a huge win. Uh, against the Chiefs. This has trap game written all over it with the Colts um, coming off a bye. I, I like this spot here for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm taking the Colts minus one, and they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Craig? Yeah. yeah. I think I kind of like it, too. If I'm a Colts fan, I'm feeling pretty good about the fact that they uh, mm-hmm. they got to take a week off after that win against Kansas City. Yes. Um, that said, man, the <laughs> Texans offense looks good. Very good. Uh, just, They've just got a lot of guys that can like, that when you, when they have the ball, you have to be a little bit worried about it. And Fuller, that would have been, been a, Johnson. That would have been more of a blowout too. That game, the, the score was closer than that game indicated. Fuller had a couple of drops that really yeah. could have let the Texans really could have blown could've the doors blown off in yep. that game. Yeah. yeah, he was open. He was open. Yeah. Um, I just I really believe in Frank Reich, and I just think he's going to have his his boys, and he's got a, some of his defensive guys back for this game. I just think they're going to get after yeah. Watson, and it's going to yeah. might get nasty. Colts are Colts are 28th in DVOA right now, despite that incredible performance in Kansas City. But as you said, they've been missing like their best guys on that side of the ball all season. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think, I think they're going to be there. I think they're going to be good. What do you think on this one, Bill? Colts minus one at home. I kind of like the Texans here. I, I think the, the, the Colts have looked a heck of a lot better the last, you know, three or four weeks. But I, I just don't think the Colts are going to be able to stop the Texans. Uh, I think the offense is going to be on March. I don't think you're going to see, you know, Brissett throw for 28 points, you know. Um, and I think the Texans are going to get their 30. So give me the Texans. Uh, next up, the Arizona Cardinals are heading to New York to take on the Giants. The Giants are getting the home point minus three bump. Um, if anybody has anything they want to say on this game, uh, feel free to speak now. Otherwise, we're going to be moving on. Where are we at on Kyler Murray? Um, he right now is a very good garbage time fantasy quarterback, <laughs> which I think is pretty good for a rookie who doesn't really have any weapons. I mean, you, you, we can you, you can say Larry Fitzgerald and stuff like that, but you know Fitzgerald. It's not it's not prime Larry anymore. Obviously, we're sucking on fumes. David, with Larry. yeah, 
David Johnson's pretty good, but yeah, the the offensive line's not good, and uh, I thought the scheme was going to be better than it has been. They had one really nice play call that where, where Murray kind of scrambled one way and then threw across his body to Max Williams, who kind of just walked in for a 20-yard touchdown. That was really nice design by Kingsbury, but yeah, I thought we were going to see more stuff like that this season. We haven't seen, but Murray is a great scrambler, and he's accurate, so... Yeah, and uh, I, I think I, I think this is just going to be a a we ha- I feel like we haven't had one of these with with rookie QBs in the NFL in a while. I think this is going to be a old school. We're not going to win a lot of games. He's going to take his lumps, but he's going to be better for it. Type of year from Kyler Murray, yeah. right? Like we we yeah, don't no, see I, that a I, lot. I, I, right? I'm with yeah. you on that. That's yeah. Fair. All right, moving on because I don't think there's any reason to bet on either of those two teams. Um. The San Francisco 49ers, woo! Oh man, are they looking good right now? Uh, are heading to Washington to take on the Washingtons, and uh, I believe they announced that uh, Case Keenum is going to start this game for the Washingtons. Uh, Niners laying ten on the road. What do you think, Bill? I almost never want to lay that many points, especially with I... a road team. Yeah. yeah, I will. Yeah, um, I would think. It yeah, I think the Niners are a fantastic team, and Washington, eh, not so much. Yeah, uh, Miami. They they allowed the Dolphins to cover. The Dolphins only cover last week, and and we had to talk about that last week because it was nonsense that uh, the Washingtons were a favorite on the road against anybody. And uh, they did not cover that game, as I predicted. Wish I had the the, the guts to, to take the Dolphins last night. I week. bet on the Dolphins. There you go. Good on you. I, yeah. I, 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 right before the 1 o'clock slate started, I realized yeah. that I had a 14 a, a parlay, but yeah. none of the teams were playing at, uh, at 1 o'clock. I'm like, oh, I need some action in the 1 o'clock slate because... Yeah. Uh, well, or, or, or else, what the fuck are we doing here? I'm just, I, I'm just gonna watching I, I, football I, I, with the, no money on the line. Ridiculous, yeah, right? Stupid <laughs> idea. So uh, one of the, the one of the books I used had uh, Dolphins plus four and a half. I'm like, yeah, you know what? When am I going to sure. be able to give get four and a half points betting against this stupid Washington team on the road ever again in my life? Yeah, betting against, uh, get points betting against a winless team. Yes, I, and the winless team was on the road, and I was getting points. <laughs> winless team on the road. Yeah, oh, so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll take these points. Sure, and I'll watch. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to watch that stupid game at all, so I just sort of kept an eye on it, and it was yeah. never like, so Miami's <laughs> doing that last drive. I'm like, I have to care about this. What I want here is Miami to score and go for two and miss it, so I don't have to worry about something stupid happening in overtime. Yeah. And lo and Oh, God. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Great moments in gambling history, right there. Drop pass, which I still made on purpose. So good. Well, uh, I don't care if it's on purpose or not. Like I don't, I don't care if Miami used two guys on the field for the two point conversion. Offensive <laughs> uh, <laughs> line. Now we're good. I was, <laughs> I was surprised. Remember the one time the Colts did that stupid thing against the against the Patriots, where they like lined literally everybody up on the right side of the field, and then just had. Uh, one guy under center and then a quarterback and they actually snapped the ball and the two Patriots yeah. guys just obliterated them. Yeah, I was surprised right. that wasn't the play they called <laughs> right for the two point conversion. Right? It was a triple reverse. They should have called the triple reverse. Or it's like the Homer Simpson play where it's like half of you vibrate that way. Two of you fall down. Ryan, you just spin around in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, Niners minus 10. Any, anything on this one, Craig? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to bet money on this game. This is almost a Scott Hansen game, not but I was I was too intrigued to see how the 49ers follow up last yeah, week. The Niners are I, I don't they're, think you can put the Niners in a Scott Hansen yeah, game. They're, they're really good. I, I 
They're really good. I rarely think about laying ten on defense the defense. Is really good. Yeah, I, I would I would lay the points with this. Unless let me just do a quick tra- check. Any potential of a trap game? Uh, no, the nine. Oh no, they got the Panthers not- next week. Yeah. So yeah. the Niners' schedule, though, game. if you look at it, you're like, huh? Yeah. This could be a situation where this football team wins a lot of games this season. Yeah. Because you got two left against Arizona, will be significant favorites in home against Seattle on Monday night, which ooh, that's a fun Monday nighter. Yeah. Um, home to Green Bay, uh, but then down the stretch, yeah, they, they have a game against Atlanta still. So like, it's not easy the schedule by any stretch, but they've got a couple where you're like, oh wow, well, that's 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 pretty much for sure a win. So yeah, there you go. All right, let's check out the four o'clock slate. First up, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, are taking on the Tennessee Titans, and this line actually moved as we were squeaking. Uh, I wrote down. I think it moved because the Titans announced that Tannehill starting, not Mariota. Yeah, um, I wrote it down at one of my one of my five. I am laying the points with the Titans on the road as the short or as the short home favorite. I'm offering up the one and a five because the same as Oakland. I wrote it down and I'm not erasing it. So if you guys feel strong about the Titans, I'm offering up the one, the one and a half, the minus one and a half just for our specific podcast here. Um, the Chargers are some kind of terrible. Here's a question I wanted to ask, and this is this is apropos of neither of these two teams. Um, if Ryan Tannehill was the backup of the Los Angeles Rams. And not Blake Bortles. Would there would would the ground swell be a little a uh, little hotter in no. Los Angeles? No, you don't think so. No, just simply on the, <laughs> because of the money they paid. Uh... Uh, not the money, but the fact that there is an established track record of success with this quarterback and this offense and this coach. Fair, 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 fair. All right. Uh, Titans are currently laying two uh, against the Chargers at home. What do you think, Bill? I I think you got it. Take the Chargers here. Oh, wow. really? They looked. The Titans are like the Titans got Titans like crushed by Denver. Denver yeah. like that. Denver's that sixteen nothing was flattering for the Titans. Fair. I mean, I just but like I mean, what what in the Chargers game? Did you, did you like that? You yeah, that, that, that was at all better. Uh, <laughs> right? I'll put like, it this way: Chargers have played three of six bad games, and Tennessee is five. Six? Well, I don't know. Tennessee obliterated the Browns week one. Yeah, that's the, the one good one. I guess. But, like, yeah. And, I, I mean, like, this is a classic a hold your nose. I'm, get, I'm trusting the old gambling adages. I'm taking the Titans minus the one and a half. It uh, is disgusting. I don't like it. But I don't, like, Phillip Rivers might be cooked. Right? Like, Yeah, like, that I, is... That is table here. so concerning he ter- right now. He's looked terrible this season. Yeah. Now, I, Phil terrible. Rivers is super awesome, and I, I hope he turns it around. But, like, at this point, his offensive line is so bad, he might just think about putting all his kids out there to try to protect them instead of, <laughs> like, the line they got, man. It is brutal. They were a blit- like Like, Duck Hodges. Took him to the woodshed, you guys. Like, come on now. Like, this is this. Is... Uh, yeah, I would say this. Uh, if this game was at one o'clock, it would far and away be the Scott Hansen game. Yeah, I. I, I have I no interest in this football game at all. T- Tennessee's offense is like legitimate. Like, I watched a lot of Tennessee's offense this past Sunday because uh, they're playing yeah. against my favorite team, the Denver Broncos. Uh, it was like painful, mm-hmm. painful to watch that offense. 
They're 29th in DVOA, and I don't understand how that's the case. Like, even if you adjust for Miami, doesn't count as an NFL team. Mm -hmm. And the Jets have used their third quarterback for most of the season. season, I don't understand how they're 29th. So yeah, this is I'm just this is a classic. Just hold your nose and trust the gambling edge. That's what I'm doing anyway, because they're going to be one of my five. Um, Because I just think the Chargers are really bad. Uh, All right. Uh, Anything you wanted to add to that one, Bill? Chargers Titans. No, I don't think you anybody wants anything to do with this one. Fair, other than me, but that's only because I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> next up, the New Orleans Saints are heading to Chicago to take on the Ooh, Bears. Uh, the Bears are laying three and a half. I why are you why is there a half point hook on this? I I don't get. I guess they're they're suckering me in because I'm ta- I'm gonna take over under is thirty eight for this game. Yeah, I I guess I'm gonna take this. I. Wow, I, I I'm gonna take the Saints, and and the points. What's this? They... What's this line of Drew Brees playing quarterback for New Orleans? Pick? Ah, uh, pick maybe. I guess mm-hmm. the Bears are coming off a bye. The Saints are coming off yet another game where they they scored less than 15 points and and managed to won anyway. Won the friggin' game. Um, I guess they're thinking Bridgewater's just gonna get obliterated against that Bears defense. Yeah. But, uh, man. I think I, that we could see whoever plays quarterback for Chicago. Do we know who's playing quarterback for Chicago yet? Uh, I would that, suspect it's Daniel, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, either way, whoever's playing quarterback for Chicago is going to have a tough time against the Saints, I would suspect. Yeah. I, I just. Like, I, I let, let me just quickly check DVOA. Uh, let's see. Where is Chicago? There they are. Mm hmm. They're 12th, okay. New Orleans is 10th. Yeah. New Orleans' defense is 14th in DVOA, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the first couple of weeks of the season they weren't trying. Yeah. So that's, I, that's skewing it. I, I was going to say, the Bears, like DVOA obviously is telling me I'm wrong, but the Bears might not be the best defense on this field. Oh, yeah. Oh, I... Right? Like, like again, DVOA, like, like for whatever reason, the Saints just couldn't figure things out early. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I I, I I would be willing to consider that the Saints defense is playing better right now, that's for sure. Uh, DVOA as the Niners and Patriots is the one and two defenses, just as they're the one and two teams overall. Makes sense, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, third is the Buffalo Bills, which that makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Carol- Carolina four, Chicago five, Minnesota six is the yeah, current sounds, situation. Sounds about right. Yep. Um, qu- uh, quick quick Google of Mitch Trubisky. The headlines are Mitch Trubisky hopes to play versus Saints and Mitch Trubisky returns to practice. So Okay. Maybe he'll be out there then. So maybe he'll be I'm out there. not sure it matters. Yeah, but I maybe... don't I don't think so either. Uh Bears minus three and a half uh at home. What do you think, Bill? Saints. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think Chicago is gonna be able to move the ball too quick on this defense and I think you're getting I know you're without Drew Brees, but you're still getting competent play in New Orleans, so they'll be able to do a bit of damage uh, to a particularly good defense, but I think you're going to have a very low-scoring, very boring game with a heck of a lot of field goals. There's some ridiculous over-under lines this week. we got a 38-and-a-half, we got a 39-and-a-half, we got a 40, we got a 41-and-a-half. Like it, is, it is, ooh. 39-and-a-half is Buffalo-Miami. Buffalo, Miami, yeah. The under there. Yeah, 40, t- Chargers, Titans is 40 as well, so just bleh. not predicting a lot of uh, – Vegas not predicting a lot of scoring this week, which based on the matchups might be true, uh, but we'll see. Uh, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, Baltimore this Ravens. game of the week, I think, isn't it? Might be, yeah. Baltimore Ravens head to Seattle. Other Colts, Texans, I'm very intrigued by. Um, Ravens 
head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks and the uh, headliner for uh, MVP, the, or sorry, the front runner, I would say, for MVP, Russell Wilson. Uh, Seattle Seahawks laying three and a half, getting that extra half point hook, Bill. How do you feel? I'll take Seattle here. I think I like Seattle. Hmm. Um, Baltimore's been pretty good. They've had a few screw-ups. Um, but Seattle's been fairly consistent. They're at home. They always play significantly. They're one of those teams that you worry a lot more about when they're at home. Um, I, I think I like Seattle. Craig, Seahawks given three and a half. What do you think? Baltimore's going to be one of my five. Really? Okay. You're just in... in... I'm all in on the Ravens. I think they're really the good. I think they're going to control a lot of this game. Mm-hmm. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, you think just... I'm surprised that the overrunner in this one is 50 and a half with all these short... Because this just feels like a like a muck it up game by both teams sort of a thing that I'm just feeling. But I don't know, man. Like DJ Metcalf is out there making plays and and uh, Russell's dropping dimes. I I have this as a stay away for me because I have a, a hard time uh, getting a beat on either of these two teams. But that's just me. Uh, and I would just like to sit back and enjoy watching this game without any yeah. sort of uh, without any sort of investment other than just watching what I believe are two really good football teams go at it. Uh, on a Sunday afternoon. I, I think this should be a lot of fun. Um, could go either way, though. Uh, Sunday Nighter um, was thought that this would have been pretty fun to watch at the beginning of the season, but uh, performances of recent memory have left us cold. And uh, with only the the supposed history between these two franchises to keep us warm, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, laying three, despite the fact that uh, uh, Jason Garrett, I guess he's not in the hot seat, even though this should probably be a game where if he doesn't at least show us something, he is shown the door. Um, boy, the shine is really off that Kellen Moore apple, wouldn't you say there, Craig? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've Stop had a couple of... Yeah, I guess it's tough when you're playing actual defenses, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, that said, if they're going to figure things out, this is the week because the Eagles' defenses looked uh, – Eagles' secondary, at the very least, has worked, looked worse than the uh, Cowboys' offense, for they're sure. They're probably not going to have Cooper for this game, though. It seems like that calf injury or quad injury is going to be keeping him out for a while. I'll just quickly Google Amari Cooper just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, thigh bruise is what they're saying. So uh, – who knows? And, and questionable right now for, for week seven. So he might be out for this game. Yep. Um, even still, uh, I, I I like the Cowboys. Okay. I nice. just think that the Eagles are in a bad spot right now. Yeah. Are the Eagles getting any of their receivers back for this one? Uh, they wound up having everyone for the game against Minnesota. It mm. just didn't particularly matter because the fight, like, uh, basically the Eagles just decided, hey, what if we just try not covering Stefan Diggs for the entirety of the game? Will that work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it did not work. No. It did <laughs> In not. fact, Stefan Diggs had like 200 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> uh, Cowboys getting the three-point home bump. What do you think, Bill? Dallas. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You can't make. Kirk Cousins look that good and expect to do well against Dak Prescott. You know, um, I think Dallas is going to be able to chuck it all over them, and that's only in between running it all over them. So I'll take Dallas. Yeah, I think I agree too. So all three of us are calling the Cowboys this week. Uh, last game, Monday Nighter. Uh, 
should be a little bit more intriguing than probably this line is giving it credit for. Uh, the Patriots are heading to Jets, are heading to New York to take on the JETS. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Jets coming off their first win of the season, uh, having beaten the aforementioned Cowboys. Uh, Patriots laying 10. Patriots on a little bit of extra rest. They had the Thursday night game uh, last week. Um, Jets have Darnold back, who at the very least, uh, like, I mean, Darnold's career may, may like, who knows what, uh, we're going to have to wait and see what, what ultimately Sam Darnold is, but. At the very least, it feels like he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League, yeah. right? Like, whereas, very least. like, here's actually something I've seen to my wife when we were watching football the other night. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about the Jets. Uh, find me the NFL team where the top two quarterbacks suffer serious injuries or abnormalities within a week of one another, mm-hmm. and it, the whole thing just doesn't go to trash. Like, I don't think that team's out there. Like, I know we saw Pittsburgh get a win this week, but, like, that's that's a rare situation. I just don't think that yeah. that team's out there. So uh, I, I'm willing to write off a little bit the first third of the Jet season here just because mm-hmm. I don't think any team could survive what happened to them. They should have won the Bills game. And yes. and the Bills are – we now know the Bills are a damn good football team. And the, yeah, the, Jets, Jets, should have, the Jets should have beat them in week one. They actually pissed it away a little bit. Um, and, uh, then Darnall went out and, uh, who, I don't even remember who came in as the backup, uh, broke his ankle, like two series. It was Trevor Semyon. Yeah, Trevor Semyon. Yeah, Trevor Semyon. Yeah, he he broke his ankle two series into the, into the week two game, right? Like, and so I don't know who would be like, okay, you're starting your backup quarterback in week one. Uh, Yeah, just to your point, Craig, I don't know. I don't know who would be like, okay, you're starting your backup quarterback in, in week two. And halfway through the game, you got to readjust because he's going to break his ankle uh, in like the five yeah. minute mark of the first quarter, right? I just I don't see where you make that. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's that's tough on anybody, even on like even on someone like Bill Belichick, I think. Well, maybe yep. not Bill Belichick. Cause well, I, I, like uh, let's just say Tom Brady and Jarrett Sidham both get hurt in the next seven days. Yeah. How good are the Patriots? Yeah. Who, I who don't knows? Th- I'm sure they're that good. Yeah. Like they saw yeah. that. Great <laughs> defense. So they could go eight and eight. <laughs> well, it's something pretty good on defense. But Belichick's yeah. so good at cheating, though, that their third-string quarterback is probably some like robot designed to only to play quarterback, though. So, yeah, that's true. Isn't that what Tom Brady is? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, Jets getting uh, ten points at home. What do you think, Bill? Take the Jets. Take the Jets. Uh, yeah, just simply because it's division game. New England once in a while struggles against the Jets. Um. Home team yeah. and ten points. They're like, there's no great I, logic here. Yeah, no, I want the ten points too. In fact, I think the Jets are going to be one of my five. Yeah, you had them last week, and that I did, and it worked they, out. Yeah, they served you well. Um, yeah. Uh, without further ado, that's it for our week seven coverage. Let us go ahead and do our picks. Uh, both of you guys had a comfortable little four and one week. So I, despite uh, the fact that I am slightly in first place, I am going to yield to you, good sirs, with the four and one weeks. Uh, Craig, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Happy to. Uh, I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I will be taking the Raiders. Um, I'll take the seven if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I've already got the seven for me, so you can have the seven as well. Taking Baltimore. I'm taking. Uh, sorry, Baltimore is giving. You're getting three and a half, right? Getting three and a half. There it is. Sorry, I just, yep. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Yes. Dallas. And, minus three. And the New York Jets. 
Plus the 10. I like these picks. These are good picks. Uh, Billy, who you got? All right. I will take the Panthers. I will... Oh, wait. I will take the Seahawks. Don't the Panthers have yeah, to play in, in order yeah, for you to Panthers take Yeah, the Panthers are on by. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking at last week's list. Shit. Yeah. Hold on. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give my picks. Give you, I'll buy you a couple extra seconds here, Bill. Yeah. Uh, I am, I'm going to take your Broncos, Craig. I'm just, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go back with one of our favorite things of ignore the teams. And if you're getting, uh, points at home on Thursday, just do it. And, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take your Broncos. Uh, I'm going to say Oakland as well. Give me, give me, uh, give me Oakland, uh, plus the seven. I'm going to lay the points with the short foam favorite in the Indianapolis Colts because they've just been so good to us this year, especially me. So uh, uh, I, I just got to trust them one more week. I'm going to hold my nose, and I'm going to take the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, minus the one and a half just because uh, just, just I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to ride this Chargers thing until they can maybe figure it out because if Phillip Rivers is indeed cooked, I want to – take advantage of it before people figure it out <laughs> uh and uh my final pick i'm gonna lay the points with new orleans against the bears or sorry i'm gonna take the points with new orleans against the bears <laughs> i was debating between that one and dallas and and i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna take new orleans i think uh billy who you got good sir all right i think i switched all these over here so we got uh houston i'm taking okay i'm taking the 49ers, I think I hate laying that many, but Washington's terrible. Yeah. I will take the Seahawks going against Craig. Ooh. I will take the Saints as you did. Mm-hmm. But I will go against you and take the Chiefs. Okay. Laying the three and a half on a road. All right. Uh, so that is it for week seven. Crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, we're going to be back later this week. Uh, I We recorded uh, the Joker Review Podcast uh yesterday i'm still cutting it together so uh, that will likely be out on thursday so you got this one to tide you over until then uh after that so uh, one more pod this week after this one and then you guys and i will be back talking week eight at our usual time next week and we'll get to check in on my uh it's another milestone since it's, uh, we're hitting week eight we'll be able to check in on my uh my horrible bets uh my horrible over under bets that are just not going well. So, uh, yeah, we, we can take a look at that and laugh about me losing more money. Uh, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, uh, always a pleasure as always. Uh, take care, you guys. You too. All right. Take care and talk to you next time on Taco Crossover Podcast. Ah, blew it at the end. Mm-hmm.